wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. I was born naked too. And welcome everyone to Assault City Circle Pit. I am your host, Des Troy, and today I'm a little drunk and I'm feeling the power of beer! Because my guests today are Salt Lake City legends. Salt Lake City moguls? Is that the word? Moguls? Moguls. I don't know. I, don't I think know that's like moguls. a business thing. Yeah. Anyway, I don't care. The point is, they're fantastic. They are named Power Beer, and they are here with me today. I've got Zach and Preston from Power Beer. Say hello, up, both guys? of you. What's good? Well, mostly just sitting around talking to my friends about music. Um, how uh, like how has pandemic been for you guys? Have you guys been like very productive? Well, Not at all. Oh fuck no, no. Really? Nothing. We, no. I think in the whole pandemic this year, we've practiced maybe eight times because people keep getting exposed and have to quarantine and shit. Sounds about right. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, well, that's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> so I guess. You can get that big enough, buddy. Shit, you know, punk rock stuff. Jesus. Punk rock sounds. Um, so what are you doing now? Like what's, what's power beer up to? Well, um, we, we practice when we can, um, but, uh, the, the aim now is, uh, a new EP and a new album for 2021. Hell so, yeah. What, uh, when in 2021 do you think you're going to be aiming to put that out? Um, I, I don't think we have a, a set timeline right now. I would, I would like to like our our first album we really kind of rushed most of it cuz tour was coming up um so for this new one I think we all kind of really want to take our time and do it right this go around you know that we makes sense put more time into the development of the songs and refinement okay just kind of get everything a lot <clears throat> a lot tighter right on definitely a lot tighter i mean our last album like i like we're all pretty proud of of what we did and what we wrote i think they're you know musically it's it's really good stuff hell yeah you know as far as like street punk and punk rock is concerned one of my favorite releases in salt lake city in a while just so you're aware it's it's up there like uh when that came out i was just uh, like you know i'm a fan i'm a fan first and you guys are fantastic yeah Yeah. love what you did but i think this on this new one we really want to take our time and put all of power beer into it do it right you know do it right you know go into the studio handle our shit and be you know we're we're proud of the old album but we really want to we really want to bring the heat on this new one and and same goes with the the ep that's going to come out before the album you know right on um so I really like that album. Like I said, I've listened to it several times by myself and I actually took it on our first tour we had right after that. It was our, I think that was like our third tour ever, but I took it with us. It was fantastic road music. Um, passing time as a track 
as a whole is like a different kind of sound and it's got a different vibe to me than the rest of the album. I was wondering, like, if you guys do collaborate musically, like, I don't know if someone writes the songs, like one single person writes the songs or if the whole band collaborates, but can you speak to why that song is so different and like why the vibe is so different for the rest of the album? Well, yeah. Um, and, uh, like, like I said, with that first album, like we really did rush a lot of those songs. Um, and passing time was one of those songs. Like we needed another song for the album. I think it was one of the last songs we wrote for that album. Wasn't it? It was closer to the last. Yeah. I mean, it came um, from just fucking around. It literally was like, but. I have a riff that I don't know what to do with. And Tom was like, well, I have a riff I don't know what to do with. And we just combined these two riffs and it worked out. And um, I know personally what I brought to that song was heavily influenced by uh, that band out of Tacoma, Washington Noise. Okay. Um, Matt Henson, you're my fucking hero, bro. Like <laughs> Matt Henson, shout out. Also, if you're listening to a Soul City Circle, hit me up. There you go. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and like Tom and I, I think uh, Zach had you, you had gone to the bathroom. Yeah, oh yeah, I went to go tr- take a wicked shit. And uh, it was a wicked shit. That's very important to the story plot. The plot well, here. Tom and I were talking, and we we're like, "Well, so we have these two riffs. Like, what what do we want to do with it?" And we were both just kind of like, we really kind of wanted to do something different, like. Now, I didn't mean that in a negative way. Like, no, it's no, not I negative. Get, yeah. I think it's very positive. It's one of my favorite songs on the album because it is so different. It shows that oh, you guys do have a variety of songs. Probably my favorite song on the album, that and Burn. Yeah. You know, those are my two favorite songs on that album. Um, but we, we both just really wanted to do something different with it. Um, and we were like, hey, like, what are we going to do? And so we were fucking around with it. And there's that, there's that little run that, you know, and kind of like, that's it. That's, that's gotta be the difference. Cause none of our other songs have anything like that. So it literally just stems from like, we were fucking around and we had two riffs that had nothing else going for them. So we combined them and we're just like, we want to do something different. So it's just what we did. We did something different with it. I love it. I love when bands do that because if you're not afraid to do something different and you're not afraid to, you know, some people aren't going to be happy if you're doing something different, but it's about not being afraid to do that. It's about making the music you want to make. You know what I mean? Especially in the punk crowd, I can understand that when you stray outside of a certain genre line, you know what I mean? Shit can get really harsh from punks. Like not to say, I'm not talking shit here. I'm just saying punks can be some of the most adamant fans. You know what I mean? Critical too. They can be really, really critical. Very critical. And uh, and that's fine. Like, I seriously, I have um, some punk music planned in the future. And I'm pretty sure it's going to get mostly hate just because of what I'm doing. Des Troy trying to do a collaboration with Power Beer right now? Um, If Power Beer wants to do a collaboration with Des Troy. Oh, shit. I'm down. Let's let's make something happen. Okay, we got to talk after this cast. Let's do it. (laughs) I got shit going on and I'm super down. Um, <laughs> I will say with that album, you can definitely see like the progression of how we evolved as musicians from the start to the finish because it's almost in chronological order of how we wrote the songs. That makes sense because it does feel like there's a lot of growth in that album. Yeah. I feel like the first beginning songs, they're not too basic, I won't say, 
but the song structure is. Yeah. So, like, as you get further into the album, you guys are experimenting with song structures and you can kind of feel that. Also, some of the songs are longer and you've got different, you got varying lengths in your songs as well, which can be important as far as punk goes. That's why, uh, you know, Passing Time did stand out to me so much is because I was like, how long has this riff been going? I just, on? I just like to say that actually Passing Time, we had to cut. Two and a half minutes off. Should have kept it, dude. Because it was like a six, almost seven minute song, and I was like, this I could have taken twenty more. I could have taken more of that. That's fine. Do it. I don't know. I'm bad at recognizing riffs, but that was my best attempt at guitar for punks. <laughs> so, were you guys happy with like your touring experience? I know you guys went on a little tour. I went for the. Uh, kickoff show here in salt lake city at the beehive that was super fucking fun it's where i got my sick two power beer shirts um how was that tour experience because i hear good things about the live performance from punks i know from out of state that went to your shows just on facebook and shit oh i mean that's those are acquaintances, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's super awesome that people are talking about us and they've had positive experiences yeah. with our stuff, right? It's always a plus. But, like, the problems from that kickoff store show uh, fucking... Store? <laughs> been drinking. Dude, the problems from that kickoff show started that night. Like, fucking Ooh. leaving the fucking show, the van, when it started. Oh man, I've the been fuel, there. The fuel pump was on its fucking way out, dude. And so we just figured it was out of gas. So we yeah, we pump, we fucking pumped that bitch full of gas, and then it still wouldn't start. And I climbed under that bitch and socked the fuel tank, and the fuel pump kicked on. Like just, just bam, bam. That shit and Let's get fucking, on the road, guys. Let's Sounds go, legit. Dude. Like, don't stop. Don't let it even stop. When we're fueling was, up, leave it running. Our, our first show was in Seattle, Washington, at the Kraken. In, Wasn't it uh, supposed the, to be a 14 hour drive? In the university <laughs> district. It was 12 and a half hours. Was it 12 and a half? 12 and a half hours. We got eight hours into the drive. We were in Yakima. We were an hour outside of Yakima Valley, Washington, and the fuel pump just decided to say, fuck it. I don't want it anymore. Jesus Christ. I mean, it was getting a little hesitant when we were getting closer to where we had, yeah, what was yeah. it, Tom stomping on the back? Or was yeah, it he was. Uh, Tom, Tom could feel when the fucking fuel pump was vibrating under his foot and when it wasn't. So when the fuel pump would just cut off, cause <clears> he would just stomp on it, bam, and it'd kick back on and we'd go for a little bit while longer. And then it just finally decided to say, fuck it, I'm out. Wow, that is kind of fun. You guys had a way more ghetto experience with your van than us. We went up, uh, 35 miles an hour, basically straight up a mountain because our van barely, uh, barely wanted to do it. So, like, how far did that van make it? How many stops? Or did were you able? Oh, to we get didn't back even get to the first home? show. Oh, you fucking kidding me? That was the first day. Yep. On the way up to our first show, we we sh- the van we took left a that shit. Morning. We left that morning. So, what vehicle did you use past that point? Well, that so <laughs> what we what we did was I had AAA. Oh, my God. oh. So I called AAA, um, and they came, and uh, they were like, uh, "Well, we we can do the van for free." But it's, uh, what was it, $50 just to put our trailer on the truck. And then it was 50, 50 cents a mile after that. Yeah, so we were an outside, we were an hour outside of the nearest city. That would have been so much fucking money. Are you kidding me? So what did you do? What the hell? Paid happened? it. What else do you do, yeah. dude? We paid it. Cry. Like, <laughs> how much did well, it end up being? That we, sounds we, ridiculous. We tried to uh, we tried to leave the the trailer on the side of the road and come back for it the next day. We left Trip, Tyler, and Chris with the trailer well, on the side fun. of the freeway, and we were like, "We'll come back for it tomorrow." 
you know, so Zach, Tom, and I got in the van with our AAA tow truck driver, Troy, who's a badass. Uh, Awesome, dude. He's really cool. Well, at least you got to meet a nice guy. Carry on. Um, And we got halfway to Yakima in the tow truck, and we get a call from uh, Trip. And he says, there's a Washington Highway Patrolman here. And he says, if we don't come back and get the trailer, they're going to impound it and all the gear. Holy fucking shit, dude. So... I talked to Troy. I was like, Troy, is there any way we can go back and get the trailer? So he calls his dispatch and he's like, how much for the trailer? And they tell him how much it is for the trailer. And I said, fuck it. Flip it, dude. So we flipped around and went and got the trailer. Jesus, fuck. That's. And then. First day, huh? First day. Yeah, uh, first. Troy dropped us off at the Firestone in Yakima Valley, Washington at 4 a.m. Good God. They didn't open till 7. By the time he was done offloading us and we paid him, it was like 530. Did you play that show? Did you end up getting to that show? We got to the show on time. Yeah. Holy hell, not, man. You uh, guys are some fucking troopers. Not after we spent all day in Yakima, Washington, because it was scary, dude. We didn't know if we were going to make it because uh, I we slept in the van in the Yakima Valley Firestone parking lot. Done that lot, my right? fair share. Yeah. Um, kind of slept let's kind of slept like i didn't sleep shit. i thought sleep. i thought somebody for sure was gonna fuck with the trailer or some yeah. shit like that but uh they opened at seven seven o'clock rolled around the dude unlocked the door i stepped in that bitch yo i need help i told help them, me i gotta play a show in like <laughs> 10 hours I, I told them what was going on i was like we're on tour from salt lake like the the fuel pump shit out they're like how do you know the fuel pump shit out i told them about punching it and stuff like that you know um and the guy goes okay well he's like we can definitely do it um i'll quote you guys this price what he qu- quoted us like eleven hundred dollars yeah it was something, something like something like that um and he goes but i'm gonna have to source the part if i can't find one locally the earliest i can get one is is uh tuesday it and was there, fucking there saturday yakima oh my god it was saturday and he's like the soonest i could get one if i have to order it in is tuesday it's a fuel pump just connect the hoses well so he found one from the distribution hub in seattle oh shit so what is he gonna just go walk to it or what how it's far is seattle two hours on? from yakima <laughs> oh, city driving. to fucking well yeah to, <laughs> to seattle well you know can't i've never tooled tooled i've never toured there yet so i don't know how far it is i'm sorry i, I misspoke well so they get the van they they were and they were super cool like the the firestone in yakima valley those guys were fucking awesome on top of their on shit. top of their shit they pulled the van in an hour before the fuel pump got there so they could take it apart and just had it waiting so when the part showed up they just dropped it and put it back together and we were ready to go. They had we to hand the crank out like the 35 gallons. We had a full we had tank of gas and they had to hand crank that shit Ooh. out. They had one dude back there just cranking it out. Like he was jerking off a fucking giraffe, dude. I would have watched the shit out of that. And I, I would have been like I don't want to help it, but I'm going to watch. Oh, man. It was impressive. I should have bought that guy lunch. I really should have. You really should have. Um but so we fucking uh 2 o'clock, like while they were working on the van, we we didn't sleep that night. We had driven all day the, the day before. We all slept on the pavement in the yet fucking Firestone in Yakima Valley. We oh slept my God. in the fucking parking lot. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. But 2 o'clock rolled around. They finished the van, got it back to us, and we made our show on time. Fuck. That's amazing. That's one of my... that. 
that's got to be like top five for me for hearing about survival stories on the road. I mean, like my boys slept on a, oh fuck, they slept on a lawn once. You know what I mean? We I slept in the trailer once because they locked me out of the truck. But everyone out on the pavement that fucking sucks. But you guys are fucking troopers. Good job. Proud of you. Um, so sounds like the tour was so easy and so so fun. That was the first time we broke down. That was the first time, and <laughs> well, we was... only broke down two times. So yeah. Well, well in, in all fairness, actually, you know, it's still really early in the show. Tell us about the second time you broke down. Well, it sounds so like you guys have adventures. That fir- one was worse. Fir- we broke down Woo! first day. The fucking the fuel pump went out, right? And then we're driving from it was the end of the tour, uh, last three gigs on the tour, two week adventure. We're driving from. So the end of the tour went Yuma, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, and Las Vegas and home, right? We're driving from Yuma, Arizona to Phoenix, and it is hot as fuck. I don't know what I was thinking touring in the middle of the fucking summer. Done it. It sucks. Fucking hitting August. Arizona heat. Holy fuck, dude. Like, we pull over for gas in, if you've ever heard of this town called Gila Bend, Arizona. No. Where is that? In the middle of fucking nowhere. In the middle of fucking nowhere between, somewhere between fucking... Uh, Yuma, Arizona, and Phoenix, right? A uh, big distance to cover, the, but the it's whole, in there somewhere. The whole fucking town is like two double wide trailers, and whoever the fuck lives in them, and everybody works at the fucking Love's gas station, the Chevron, or the Napa, or the UFO themed cafe. Oh my god, I, I want to work at the UFO themed cafe. This, <laughs> this cafe is one hundred percent polished steel and has a UFO on top of it. I'm two down like it's gonna be hot in there so i'm gonna walk around naked but i'm gonna work at this ufo themed gas station or whatever the fuck you're talking about um but but everyone so else lives we, at the we, gas station so we pull them. over in the chevron to get gas and i go in and i pay for it i'm walking out and i just see coolant dumping onto the fucking concrete under the van and i went what the fuck and i look i crawl under that bitch and there is two pin size holes in our lower radiator hose oh Oh my god so i real quick i jump on google and i i just google the nearest part store to me and the only part store in gila bend arizona is a napa down the street napa auto parts so we drive down there and we like luckily i found a shaded parking spot so we were able to get out of the fucking 112 degree heat yeah, yeah you know still hot as fuck in arizona and napa didn't even have the part that we needed they didn't have the hose but the lady was like, if you can take it off and bring it to me, I'll match it up to the next closest one I have. And that's what we did. That Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. And, and we, actually, we actually ended up cutting two inches off the hose because it was just two inches longer than what we needed. And that, yeah, and it worked. Hell yeah. And sometimes we, that DIY shit will make it work. Fucking bled the air bubbles, filled that bitch back up with coolant and trucked the rest of the way to Phoenix. Hell yeah. Nice. Sat out in the heat for... Zach was ungodly hungover in the back of the van. Yuma, Yuma was cool as fuck. The Yuma punks, dude. Uh, what what is it? Uh, Sludge City Productions or whatever. Uh, Jason's the gavel. Uh, the scum crew or the scumbag crew. Scumbag Productions. Yeah. Shouts out to Scumbag Productions. Uh, Sounds they, like a lot of nice guys, dude. They were the fucking gavel, dude. The gavel. <laughs> we have a story about the gavel, dude. Tell me about the gavel. Well, we got all day. Dude, this is your podcast, man. Yuma was fucking awesome, and these guys are fucking rad if you ever play yuma arizona you got to hit up scumbag promotions i'm going to jason garcia is your guy we call him the gavel because we were hanging so we showed up at their house 
uh, fairly like early, ten thirty or so, and like it's already ninety degrees in in Yuma, Arizona. You could hit the Mexican border with a rock from where we were. Hell it's that yeah. close to the Mexican border. Uh, and fucking uh, keep in mind, there's no such thing as a cold shower in Yuma, Arizona. The ground there's no not, cold water. The ground does not keep the fucking water pipes cold enough. So no matter what, like you go to get a drink of water, it's hot. You get hot. lukewarm is hot. the coldest without ice, dude. That's actually kind of paradise. No. I like it. Not when you're hungover. Well, so it's like, <laughs> well, okay, that makes the sense. Time, I get that. By the time noon rolls around, they're dumping ice into the coolers full of beer. And I'm like, fuck yeah, these guys do it right. And then they start like spraying lighter fluid on charcoal. I'm like, why are they doing that? Like it's hot enough outside. What? 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Why were they doing that? Why? They why? fired up the fucking charcoal grills to cook for us, which was cool as fuck. But it's like two hundred goddamn degrees outside, in that, bro. In that fucking weather, I just want to eat ice cream for dinner. Fuck that. I'll have gazpacho. Dude, they could have put the fucking burgers and shit on the fucking manhole covers, and it would have cooked just fine. <laughs> Not only yeah, did they you don't bar- a grill. barbecue for us, they made us fucking pulled pork. Oh, they pulled, po- made us pulled pork in a crock pot. That shit was oh, delicious, dude. Hell yeah. Well, shouts out to the Scumbags. What is it? Scumbag Promotions. Scumbag Promotions. Productions. Something like that. Uh, but we called Jason Garcia the gavel because he was telling us this story about how he has a four-gauge Prince Albert. Oh. And he yeah. has a... Wow. That is the appropriate response. That he is... Has a, <laughs> so wow. he, he has a, a friend that's a bartender down there in one of the local bars. And when his friends wouldn't bring him his drinks fucking fast enough, he would whip it out and bang it on the fucking bar. Ah! No, dude, no. So we all started making the jokes that it was a fucking court gavel. Like, how does court work? How does court work? Wow, that's going to be fun to edit so later. We nicknamed him. <laughs> we nicknamed him the gavel. I love it. He's like, order, order with my cock. <laughs> edit nothing. That goes full sim. Yeah, it's going full sim, but I don't out. want to blow people's ears out. So we're going to have to turn it down a little. Still might hurt people. Um, but it's worth it for that story. I love that. The gavel. I want to meet this man. Is he on Facebook or like yeah, he's on Instagram? Facebook. Yeah. I'm going to find him. I'm going to find Mr. Gavel. Is that what he goes by now? No, I think he's still Jason Garcia. Uh, but just say, hey, Power Beer says you're the gavel. And I want to talk about it. And oh. I, he'll probably know what you mean, Dean. I love it. That's beautiful. Um, so you guys have recorded one full-length album, uh, you know, Salvation in Inebriation. I was wondering, are you happy with what came out of that? Is that a full-on success? Or is there anything you wish you could have done different? I mean, I don't know how Zach feels about it. I know how I feel about it. I feel like it was a, a success for, you know, what we did with the time that we had. Agreed. I love that album, I by the way. Zach, do you have... Other than, like, personal stuff, which I feel like we all have with our own parts. Of I mean, yeah. We, it, like, you know, I feel like I could have probably the, tightened it up a little bit. The, yeah. the more you listen to it, you the more you, like, post-recording eh, stuff. And you're like, I could have done better here. I could have done better there. But I've overall, been there, definitely. Overall, for the first album that we put out and, you know, the time frame that we had, it was it was good. I feel like, honestly, as far as the local underground goes with punk rock, it's one of the most solid releases I've seen in a while. So, I mean, there's a lot to be proud of there. I just always wonder, because myself coming from bands, 
you put something out and you're either like totally stoked on it and you're proud of it. Or sometimes you're like, ah, fuck, I mean, you know, this would have been so much better if I did this or I did that, you know, whatever. Um, I'm just now getting to the point where there, there's none of those feelings of, oh, man, I wish I could have done this, wish I could have done that. But I wonder if that's, you know, how you guys felt. Because to me, this record's good. I love it. I can't wait to hear what you're doing in the future. But you guys, I feel like, have the formula down. And by the end of that album, like you said, how it's mostly chronological – it feels like you have your vibe down. It sounds like you have your sound down to where this new shit's going to be just rip-roaring. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Exactly. Like, we tried to, you know, the, the first album, we tried to go rip-roaring. I think and it is. And we're just, it blew I, my fucking socks I, I feel off. like we've, we've, we've had mostly good feedback about yeah. about the first album, right? But, like, on this new shit, like we're always trying to progress. We're always trying to do better outdo ourselves. You know, I feel like we all just kind of have that mentality where it's like, we know we can be better. And so we, we, we just shoot for that naturally. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we have one song written right now, one new song written that's going to be on the new EP. Um, and I, I gotta tell you like, it's a banger. It's It's a a banger. Fucking solid. So, is the addition of Des Troy on that album going to make it better or worse? What do you think? That is completely up to Des Troy. Better, better is the answer. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, that shameless little plug there was fun. Uh, okay, so real quick, this is a weird one. I just want to know about the dedication. Uh, at the beginning of the song, I rate to Troy Carsey. Why? <laughs> Tell me about that because I know there's a story there. I just he says you old people know how to party, and I want to know so that what's is, up. That is my Fred Durst impression on that recording. Uh, to Do you know Troy who Fred Durst is? is? Yeah, I know who Fred Durst is. Who okay, the fuck so doesn't know sure. who Fred Durst is? <laughs> I'm just making sure with that Look, impression. I just, all I'm going to say is I did it all for the nookie, dude. Uh, <laughs> the what? The nookie. <laughs> so you can take that cookie and stick it up your... Yeah. Stick it up your... Yeah. But so it up I will have no uh, part of this. What? So I, the song I rate came from my old band, Flak Jacket. Mm. With uh, Justin Hadlock, Parker McIntyre. Uh, Matthew Webster. Yeah. And... Uh, Parker McIntyre, like two Tom interviews was, ago, you guys could check that out. Yeah, Tom. Uh, Tom was in the band for the last little bit of that, and uh, Kevin Farrell was also in there for a little bit. Right on. Um, I brought that song. I had written that song for Flak Jacket, and then Flak Jacket dissolved, and I still wanted to do something with that song. We had recorded that song with Flak Jacket, but we never released it. Oh. And I wanted to release it because that was at the time it was like the best stuff I had ever written. And I was proud of it, and I wanted to release it. I wanted to record it and release it. I didn't care who it was. So technically, it's a cover of Flak Jacket. But it is my song that but I But this love. is the first time it's released, so, yes. you know, therefore, it's your guys' song. Fuck it. Um, so Power Beer recorded and released it on uh, Salvation and Inebriation. I like it. And when I first met Troy, I, I, I would meet him at shows and stuff like that. This fucker always had a flask oh. with whiskey in it. Okay. Um. And it was just, uh, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like groundbreaking for me or anything. Oh, oh, flasks are a, a thing or whatever. No, that wasn't it at all. But it was just like, you know, Troy 
Carsey is he's a little bit of an older guy, you know, kind of deal, and he's still showing up at shows and fucking partying, like it's the like it's his fucking heyday, like it's he's in his prime and stuff like that. So that that little dedication to Troy Carsey is solely my my decision to do that because you know Troy to me Troy just without telling me he told me age is just a number you know oh, okay like it, you're you're never too old to party and have a good time which i so. firmly believe so that's great i just wondered cuz i heard that and i'm like what the fuck is who is this cuz i don't know the guy you know i know a lot of people here but i don't know everybody and Troy is a great guy and if you ever have half a second to talk to him you won't regret it. I'm going to take that time. Troy, hit me up. Stance Troy. Oh, everybody. Troy to Troy. Troy to Troy. Let's do a Troy to Troy. Troy Carsey. Troy to Troy. Get at Des Troy. Sounds good to me. Um, one last question before we get to everyone's favorite segment, the hot seat. Um, we want to know, which we is me, by the way. Um, what is the news clip in the beginning of the song Power Beer that opens up? The album. Where's that from? Is that something you guys put together? What is it? So that was actually a thing that a buddy of mine sent me a while back from uh <clears throat> they were doing a thing down in Texas that was a Draw Muhammad contest. Uh but he sent me this thing because they did the end uh I guess some people like some uh some terrorists had showed up to actually try to shoot up the competition. Oh shit. And then there's a bunch of Texans that came out with their guns and was like, no. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. So the whole doesn't Joe Rogan's got a a bit about this, doesn't he? Probably. And it probably ends with, and then I tried DMT. Yeah, right. It's Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's Joe Rogan. But uh, essentially, the he sent me the thing. I was like, that's fucking wild. And then it ended with, you know, her talking about, like, in America, we stand for freedom, you know, and liberty to offend, to provoke, to persuade, and to defy. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, that's great. That's fucking punk rock as fuck. Punk Absolutely. As it fuck, was punk dude. rock as fuck. And that's what I really appreciate about punk rock. Any uh, subjects you're touching on in the new Power Beer to have to do with recent activities or just old music that you're, you know, finally getting out? Because I didn't know that, that song from Flak Jacket was a song from Flak Jacket. Yeah. And, and that song was about skateboarding. <laughs> I the flak jacket skate. skateboarding yeah. song it was about skateboarding as a teenager just or just an angry teenager well yeah uh, but like uh we have that song can you see it on mm-hmm. the first album that whole song is about operation rio grant Ooh, fuck uh you know them just fucking bulldozing homeless people's belongings into trailers yeah. and hauling Which it off to the fuck bullshit. it's fucked up dude like it doesn't matter why they're homeless like you don't treat other human beings that way you know there are a lot of people um, that don't see the homeless as equal people, like as yeah. humans, and it makes me, it makes me sick. Like I get it if you think they're lazy or they're all drug addicts and stuff. That's whatever. That's your own fucking thing, man. But they're not. You I know? mean, like, I know people rips, who have been homeless yeah. and then got right back up and done better than a lot of people. Oh yeah, know? and it's it's regardless of why you're homeless. It it takes zero time and effort to be a decent human. Yeah, they are humans. You don't as treat well. people like that. I appreciate that you guys would make a song about that. Like I said, it takes a lot of nuts sometimes to stand up for what's right. And punk rock as a whole has usually stood up for what's right, unless you're one of them Nazi punk motherfuckers. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck those guys. On this, uh, the new album, um, 
so far we haven't touched on anything too political i don't think um but uh i i think that when it comes out it will be considered that way yeah even though we started writing this months and months ago People were still dying months and months ago. What's that? Uh, it's, it's about, <laughs> well, it's about, it's about social, social media, media and how it's just oh. fucking up everybody's heads all the time with all the bullshit. I, I mean, it's I not. It's, I don't know how. It's to not feel. enough it that the fucking. Me. It's not enough that the fucking the big news stations and stuff. Depending on where you live, they t- totally twist and manipulate stories depending oh, on yeah. whatever the demographic where you live is whether you're democrat or republican or green party what what the fuck ever they always right? feed you full of bullshit they i just go to feed the you gym full of whatever you want to fucking hear that's fun like they just fill you full of whatever you want to hear and then social media on top of that takes <sighs> it a step further and then you just get in those echo chambers of people that are agreeing Absolutely. with you and those ones that don't agree with you are totally wrong and they're crazy you know what i mean like I, i'm not saying trumpers are on the right track, but something in them got them to think that way. And you kind of have to level with that and be like, okay, this guy's a human too. How did his brain get here? You know, cause I not shy about it. I don't, he's not a cool dude, Mr. President mm-hmm. douchebag, but I will try to reason with people and ask them why they think that's a good person or why they think that's a good leader. You know, just like I would, if someone thought that, Mr. Putin was a good leader, you know, (laughs) like I might not be okay with it, but I'm willing to level with you. I'm willing to listen to what you've got to say. Well, I mean, sunlight's the best disinfectant. So like once you bring those ideas to light, oh yeah, they just get burned away if they're fucking bad ideas, if they're full of shit. Agreed. Say something about disinfecting blood with like sunlight or UV lights or some shit like that. And then all the proud boys (laughs) probably lifted their buttholes up and got a tan on. Probably. (laughs) You know, that's a thing. That I know, thing, that's dude. why I said it. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's some wild shit. Cheers to you. Hell yeah. Um, so it looks like nobody wants to see that hairy mess. No. I definitely just looking at your beard, sir. Like if you guys don't know his look, butthole looks the same as his mouth. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So look at pictures of Power Beer on Facebook. I know they're on Facebook. Are you guys on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, we got an yeah, Instagram. Yeah, look at either Instagram, Power Beer. And this motherfucker's beard. I think the, the Instagram. You Your butthole looks the same as that. I'm concerned. Is his mouth, dude? Do you mind if I plug it's that real fast? Man, it's, yeah, that's fine. Plug, plug it your. Is, turns out uh, I got both the beard and the butt hair. It's so it's power funny. power beer punks, but P U N X. Power beer punks. Check yep. it out Instagram, and you can see this man's beautiful beard that gives you an idea of what his butthole looks like. I promise I will not post pictures of my butthole on the Instagram. But you're going to have to. You're going to have to go either. to the OnlyFans for that one. Well, if he posts Only pictures fans. of his <laughs> mouth, you're going <laughs> to think it's the same thing. Anyway, we're going to get to everybody's favorite little portion of the show, which are my hot seat questions. I actually don't know that I've ever had a theme song for it. So that might be a first here with Power Beer. If someone wants to make us a, a theme song for that, that would be dope. But I, that's what that was my best attempt. So I guess this one kind of goes to both of you. I want to know. Um, I really like the name Power Beer. You know, it's definitely interesting to say the least. And I want to know how you landed on it. And, you know, like, was the casualties too, just like too on the nose or like what? Was the casualties too, too on the nose? Like, what yeah. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, like, how did you land on Power Beer? Megers, Rick, Jake, Dave, I fucking love you guys. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> no, we were, uh, Tom and I used to have a house in uh, Midville. Okay. And it was, dude, it was stormy as fuck outside. You remember that day, Zach? I do. It was stormy as fuck. Lightning, wind, like rain was coming in at an angle, all that shit. Like fucking, and the power went out. Oh, shit. Um, And so it was just Tom, Zach, and I chilling in the basement, drinking beers with no power. We were just playing fucking crumbums and shit on our phone. Hell yeah. And uh, like Zach and I, or sorry, Tom and I were on the heels of the failed power or uh, the failed uh, flak jacket. Don't you put that curse on me. Yeah, fuck fucking- you, Zach. We were on the hills of the failed- Don't you curse this man. We were on the hills of the failed flak jacket project, you know? And then uh the other band I was in drunk as shit, like I'm noticing a theme here with it, names. It was a yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Weird. But it, it was like a long time coming, but I could tell that, you know, drunk as shit was circling a drain. You know? Damn. And I didn't want to stop playing music. And these guys have always been talking we've always talked about starting a band and the you know we had no power but we had beer and each other you know so power beer so power and beer hand jobs. and hand jobs who was the first one to say it do you know i think it was me yeah i'm pretty sure it was you yeah nice i think it was me hell yeah we should just call ourselves power beer because i was on a power trip phase ah uh, dude oh my god r.i.p man r.i.p love power Christ. trip Oh, that was uh, tragic. This 2020 sucked. <laughs> yeah, 2020 yeah. blue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we decided on power beer, and I th- we, we had our first practice a week later. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. I love it. Okay. Um, so, Zach. <sighs> is it weird that, like, the most talented person in the band is the bass player? Like, I mean... <laughs> what's up zach it's just kind of weird you know as a vocalist i find it a little weird sorry i didn't mean to hit the table <laughs> i'm so stoked on that though <laughs> i've i've gotten the heat for so many years dude <laughs> you know what? you're just a bla- bass player we don't even need you <laughs> shout, shout out to parker shout out to parker Fuck, not according to des troy dude <laughs> <laughs> no, for the uh, for the sake of it, no, it's not weird at all. I mean, Preston's been doing this for in a band that's actually been together for a lot longer than the rest of us. Well, maybe not. I don't know about Trip. I don't know how long he was in Die Monster Die, but uh, Preston was in the band the longest, or in a band for the longest period of time consistently. So he's like, the veteran. Yeah. So like. I've been in some other stuff, and Tom's been in some other stuff, but it never fucking went anywhere. Yeah, I've been there, dude. I've I've had like fifteen bands, so I feel you. Yeah, it sounds about right. That's, so really, he's just kind of earned his he's earned his place. You've is he like a band leader? You know, sometimes I don't know. Like, I feel like there's certain people in the band that definitely are the ones pushing forward, or the ones that are like got their fingers in all the various pies. Oh, for sure, Preston definitely is the guy that reaches out to the most amount of people to get us like shows like people hit Preston up because he's been out there for the long and people know him. He's got the reputation. Yeah. So people know that they can hit him up if they ever want us to come in for anything. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, it does sound like you guys do have a very like unified uh 
like a unified front, if that sounds terrible. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Which is maybe just a little bit. That no, sounds a little awful. But uh, you guys all seem to be there for just pressing forward, not really much for the ego. You guys should try metal, though, if you want to try that ego trip, man. <laughs> it is fun. I've done some metal stuff before. Right? It's fun, ain't yeah, it? Yeah, we've, we've all done a little bit of metal stuff. Ah, yeah, like, girl, that's so good. Oh. But I mean, it's like, uh, you know, punk rock is, is what we know and love. You know, street punk is our heart and soul. Hell yeah, dude. It's Feel home. That. It's home. It's what we're comfortable with. So when you were forming the band, did you think, like, drinking problem a band? Or was there, like, just another motive behind it? Cause it's the definitely... drinking problem came first. Okay. So just, we were already just, just to clear that out of the way. <laughs> okay. So, like, it really wasn't, like, a choice thing. You guys already were there. You just yeah. had to put it as music. This is like a musical, you know? You guys had us play. Got to make some songs for it. That didn't land. Funny enough, none of our songs are about getting just absolutely shit ass. I know. The only thing is, is like, you got like the one power beer that talks about power beer. Yeah. Being power beer. And then the rest, there's nothing that really talks about like, let's get fucking shit housed. Why don't you guys have one of those songs? What the I fuck? Mean, probably on this album we will. Good, or you goddamn better. Like, it's because that's how we trick people. Like, oh, these guys are going to be hilarious. It's just a joke band. And they're like, wow, their music is actually really good. Also, I think with this first album, like, because, you know, I came out of, I came out of drunk as shit. And we had so many songs about just getting fucking mind-blowingly fucked up. So you were tired of writing I just shit wanted to do something up. different. I just wanted to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. I really like the direction that Power Beer's in. I just noticed, like... The imagery and everything you use is drinking, 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 drinking. Lyrical content, one song, maybe a, a part in another song. That's it. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird, a little fishy. So, <laughs> this one's a little weird following that one. When do you think the band will be over? And I mean, by that, I mean, like, when do you think you guys will succumb to cirrhosis of the liver or, you know, alcohol poisoning? No more than five years. Damn. Okay. So we got five <laughs> years. I mean, we'll, 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 I guess we'll like cross that bridge when we get there. If, if we're talking but about like, cirrhosis of the liver. I'm already halfway there, bub. <laughs> You're only a half? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. To be in Power Beer, I thought you had to originally have been at halfway. I I don't know. I think, uh, you know, Tom, Zach, and I started this as a a passion thing, and I I think we'll go as long as that passion is there. Hell yeah. You know? Uh, Fucking, it was never, uh, like, originally it was never meant to, we didn't plan on it going anywhere. It was just like, maybe we wrote some songs and played, like, two or three shows a year, and then... At best. Yeah, it was like, then people actually liked us. And it was kind of... It, it was weird because it was like we we didn't expect anybody to like really like us to that level, you know, to people hit us up. I play this show. I've got this band coming through, through you know, things like that, you know, it is kind of uh, really rewarding and kind of caught us off guard at the same time, too, I think, because uh, it was like now it's like every weekend there's a show to play for us. That's awesome. You know, you know? and it is kind of like uh, fucking 
holy fuck, these people really like us. Like, and then it we was must like, be doing something right. Yeah, we must be doing something right. And then it was like, then we started talking about tour and recording an album. And then I just went balls to the walls. I just said, guys, let's get it together and do the thing. I, love I mean, it. in all fairness, we we had talked about, all right, we're playing shows like every fucking week. We got to dial yeah. it back because people are going to get tired of hearing of us. Yeah. We'd started turning down shows. And but then we kept getting offered shows with bands that we really liked. So we're just like, well, it's so hard to turn those down. How do you, how do you turn there. down playing shows with bands that like fucking are your heroes? You I know, dude, I've had to do it, chaos, and it's terrible. Demerit, you know, total chaos, demerit, casualties. Like, Ooh. no, we never played with the casualties, no. not yet. We played with the Dickies, and uh, which was cool. There's another big one in there somewhere. Didn't we play with Broken Cuffs? Maybe I, I thought we played with Broken Cuffs. I don't Man, know. I, I could be I wrong. Remember. Okay, so uh, now that we're done with the hot seat questions, um, which maybe this week they weren't that great, but I thought a couple of them were really funny. <laughs> so you got to get in with that, uh, what is it, the it's that global news thing, just steal their intro. Ooh. <laughs> I want to do like, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Do you guys see that metal show on VH1? Oh, God, that's been a long time ago. What metal show? <laughs> that metal show. They talked about metal. It was mostly like hair metal and shit, and like the heaviest they got was like Metallica and stuff. It was whatever. But um, for like their segments, they would do. To me. Way to call out your age. Yeah. Just fucking <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like... only 28, okay? <laughs> Fuck. Des, I'm older than you. I, may, I guess if you're older than 28, motherfucker. I'm fucking 30. Well, <laughs> welcome to the 28-year-old's podcast. I did not, you look older than me. I age very well. I bathe in the blood of virgins. Well, God, fuck, fine. I mean, it's the Meat Canyon look that he's trying to rock right now. I look great, okay? You do look great. I'm not saying you look bad. I'm sexy as fuck, okay? So let's get that. You're rocking what you got. And which is not a lot, but I rock it. You've got the look for the style you're going for. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it's about. That's my boy right there. If you ever wanted to know what D. Snyder looked like with black hair, this is Des Troy. Hey, fuck yeah. You know what? I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that anymore. You bastard. I'll high five you though. That's fine. Um, okay. So please tell me what is the future of power bear? What are you, what are you guys looking to do? Uh, come 2021. What's the vocalist situation looking like? Keeping in mind, this comes out in April or May. So, you know, what is going on with power beer come the next 2021? Zach, I'll let you tell them what's coming, and then I'll take over direction. And I'm going to smoke this totally legal hey, substance. This is your palace. So you do your thing. I will. You guys tell me about Power Beer. So for the for 2021, we're for sure putting out a four-song EP. We've already talked about it. That we've, we're going to start kicking each other in the nuts about it here pretty soon. That's for everybody listening out there. Look forward to that. I know we want to try to have a full album by the end of the year. Like both of them released? uh, Yeah. Like EP and a full album by this year. Like I'm going to push by the end of the year. I'm going to push for, I'm going to push for a full album around like fall. I think that's totally doable. I think we could do that if we really put our minds to it and like, like mid fall, early winter. All right. Killer. 
That's amazing. So what's the vocal situation? How are we looking on that? I mean, right now we have uh, this guy named Skid doing vocals for us. Um, in like coming uh, coming into the band with like songs already established and shit, I feel like he's done a pretty good job learning vocals or just rewriting stuff. Um, but when it comes to just writing new stuff, I feel like he's, I'm really excited to see what he's going to bring to the table and stuff like that. And I hope that, uh, you know, it's going to work out and be good. I, I have, I have faith that it's going to work out and be good, but I just, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket kind of deal, you know, don't count your chickens before they're hatched, yep. but it, he sounds good with the band. Oh yeah. Point. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Is this public information or is yeah, this, this podcast? is public information? Okay, cool. Just making sure everybody knows he's singing for us right now. He's practicing with us and stuff. And then, uh, as far as future goes, um, I mean, you know, this year we're going to do an EP in a full length, as we said, um, I would love to, you know, keep doing recording, writing new stuff. Sooner or later, we want to start touring like Midwest, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, so far, we've only done West Coast stuff. All right, guys. So here we are at the end of our show. Um, where can people find you on the internet? I know you guys' music is on iTunes, Spotify. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, we're also on Amazon Music. We have uh, Facebook, uh, just Power Beer. Uh, Instagram is Power Beer Punks, Punks with an X. Because that's the cool way to do it. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you, Rancid. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's our, uh, I mean, if you consider Spotify a social media platform, that's our three biggest social media platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. That's where you can find Power Beer. Definitely make sure if you're listening to this, go follow Assault City Circle Pit on Instagram, on Facebook, and follow on Spotify if you're not already because it'll tell you when we got new episodes. It's going to be cool. And, uh, you know, this is going to be – I've decided that to end these shows coming up, I'm just going to start stealing catchphrases. So instead of the normal traditional Hail Lemmy we're going to go with – if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And I'll see you in the pit. I mean, that's truer words have never been spoken. Thank you, Des Troy. Thanks for having us. We love you guys. Hell yeah, we'll that. catch you in the next podcast. Shamalama ding dong. Good night. <laughs> I like your catchphrase better. That was RuPaul for anyone who didn't catch that. All right. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to Assault City Circle Pit. And keep your eye out for the reviews episode. And keep your eye out for... Circle Pit Radio. Have a good night.